Well, I've always been a big fan of stand-up comedy. It's something that I've really just loved the art of storytelling. And now, as someone who gives homilies, you know, hope that you can tell the story to be able to portray the gospel in an interesting and hopefully you find an interesting way. But it's something that I've just, I'll listen to stand-up comedy before I go to bed, when I'm driving in the car. It drives Monsignor Deutsch nuts. Because I'm always listening to stand-up comedy and it makes him really nervous. He thinks uh, the person's going to bomb and he just can't handle that anxiety. I told him to pray about it. It might be a control issue. But <laughs> I've just always really appreciated someone being able to tell a good story. And one of my favorite comics was Robin Williams. I'll, I'll never forget the summer he passed away back in 2014. I was over in Rome and uh, studying Italian and it really affected me when he passed because he was such a, just a great treasure to our culture and, and to the world. All of his movies, his TV shows, his kids movies, his drama roles, stand-up comedy. He's just a great personality, someone with such just everlasting energy. It was unbelievable. And obviously he had some really difficult things going on in his life. He ended up taking his own life, which was very sad. And I, I pray for him a lot that in that moment he was ready to meet the Lord. But you think about somebody like that, like Robin Williams, who had everything. He was a celebrity, very wealthy, had done very well for himself. And there was still something missing in his heart. And I think when we look at somebody like that, None of us are going to be, most likely, the 99.999% of, of humanity. We always say like, well, if I only had this much more money or this kind of house or this kind of job or, or this going on in my life, then I'll be happy. But you reach out and you see some of these celebrities, they've made it. They're at the top of the mountain and they're still longing for more. There's still something missing in their life. And that's what the readings are talking about a lot today. Because brothers and sisters, at the end of the day, if we're trying to, to satiate our hearts with things that are not the Lord, it's, it's going to leave us empty. Whether it's a relationship or material possessions or advancement in our job, whatever these things are, if that's what we think is going to make us happy, if we finally are able to attain it, then we're just going to say, oh man, this isn't quite what I thought it was. There might be a fleeting moment of happiness, there might be a day or a time, but at the end of the day, we're made for more. One of my favorite passages in all of scriptures, the end of Isaiah, Isaiah 55, where it says, woe to you who spend your life looking and searching and, and giving your whole life to things that are nothing. Where when we come to mass, our Lord is literally outstretched ready to love us and saying, my, my love for you is free. I, I died for you. Yet, we keep searching for things that'll make us happy. We keep searching for something that will finally give us peace. We look at the man in the gospel and the Lord blessed him. He gave him this bountiful harvest and he says, what am I gonna, what am I gonna do with all of these extra things, all of this grain? I'll just have to big, build bigger storehouses and, and keep them for myself so that I can then rest and eat and drink and be merry. Reading the church fathers, they said, if he had built them, he would have then just torn them down and to build even bigger ones and to destroy what he tried to hold on to. Brothers and sisters, the gifts that we have in our life, 
They're never meant for us to hold on to them. They're gifts for us then to go out and give to the world, to our family, to our friends. That's how we are to live. For we all have to die. We all have to give our lives up for something. And if we die for ourselves, what is it worth? But if, like Christ, we die for the world, we die for our loved ones, we die for those in our, in our community, then we continue to give more. But it's such a trap because the words that we're hearing in the gospel today are the exact opposite. They're diametrically opposed to what our culture says. They say, no, build up your own wealth, build the bigger storehouses, then you'll be happy. There's a lot of people who aren't happy out there. It's not working. So the scripture in our Lord is offering a differ, different option. For me, this was really a big point of conversion for me. Because when I was in college, I was just like this man in the gospel, using my gifts and talents only for myself, only for me to enjoy on the weekends, to eat and drink and be merry. And I was miserable. And finally, one night praying in the Adoration Chapel, I was like, oh my goodness, I have been so selfish. I've used everything that God has given me for myself. And slowly learning, and I'm not perfect at it, I still like to have nice things. I still like to you know, have the newest driver in my golf bag and all these different things, but we can have nice things. We can have a house that is very comfortable. We can have cars, but if that is the foundation of your happiness, you're not going to be happy for very long. So how do we combat this? How do we live a life that our, Christ, our Lord is talking about in the gospel? It starts with gratitude. It starts with us being able to say, wow, look at all of the blessings in my life. Everything that we've been given, we can't, we can't take credit for it. Everything we have is a gift from the Lord. And through that, we then go out and give our time, our gifts, our talents to those around us. And the more we experience gratitude, the more we experience just joy for the simple things rooted in Christ, then life turns on its head. Those simple things become enjoyable. A beautiful sunset. The last couple of weeks, the sunsets have been unbelievable. When was the last time you just sat outside and looked at a sunset? or listen to, you know, the thunder crashing in the storms, if you're into that type of thing. I love thunderstorms. To enjoy life, to recognize that the more we take for granted, life just passes us by. But when we're rooted in Christ, brothers and sisters, when we recognize that loving our Lord each and every day is what's going to keep us in love with Him, in love with life, happy, that when we come and we spend just a few moments out of our week to receive our Lord in the Eucharist and to spend that time with him and just thank him for all that he's given us so that we can then go out and be that light in a dark room, to bring Christ to others and to be the saints that God needs us to be. So brothers and sisters, in a few moments when we do have the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord Jesus Christ enter into us, Say thank you. Thank you for your life. Thank you for the gifts that he's given you. Even if you're going through a tough time right now, 
thank him, and then ask him to show you how to die the way that he died, how to love the way that he loved, and then you're already living in heaven. <laughs>